Hi there, welcome to the Kipyard podcast. I'm Sally and I'm the designer and owner of Kipyard. This podcast is, as I've said in my little segment, um, it's going to be a real mix between talking about products um, that are part of Kipyard and, for the, and those who don't know about Kipyard, I would describe it as it's home decor twinned with sort of a and a lifestyle brand um because there's products for your home your travels and your everyday um so a little bit of everything i design everything myself and basically um this podcast will have lots of segments like describe you know going into the depths of manufacturing and all that good stuff, but also just other design segments that I feel like talking about, and there will also be some interviews in between all this, um, in between these sessions, which I'm really excited to publish in the future. Um, I've got some really good guests, so I'm excited about that. I thought today, just go right in and start talking about the wallpapers that I design and produce. Um, in terms of design style, I would say most of my wallpapers are quite bold and quite colourful. I am trying to tone the colour down slightly and see what happens in the future collections. Um, as I say, so the process basically for myself and Kip Yard, um, for producing the wallpapers. I mean, ev- everything starts off with a sketchbook. It it always does. Um, I've got my sketchbook right here, and it's just doodles or notes or, you know, things that I've got to do or all 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 those sort of things to ha- happen in the future. Um, but in terms, so basically it starts off with a sketchbook and there's usually about, I would say, minimum 10 pages, like we're talking a small notebook here, smallish notebook, um, usually about 8 to 10 pages of layouts and possible colourways and so I I think of the colour quite early on in the sort of process um and that's always quite an exciting one to do because usually on each design I've got at least the type of design planned out in terms of whether it's a lobster wallpaper or it's it's a kid's zoo wallpaper or you know and anything else in between um Sometimes the design kind of changes throughout, but it's ne- it's pretty much set in stone in terms of the theme when it gets started. Um, in terms of the... I'll dip in and out of the slight manufacturing of the wallpapers. Basically, quite early on, was it earlier last year, when I was starting Kipyard... Um, I came into contact with um another designer on Twitter actually, um, Emma Carlo. 
she is a designer she also does wallpapers and lampshades and things like that and her stuff is really great you should definitely check it out um and <clears throat> she really gave me a huge amount of advice um but she didn't have to oh i should say that she's an array of expertise talent um she used to design for the likes of habitat and ikea um and basically she'd recommended because i knew she, she she'd basically recommended some really great printers in the uk um that she's used in the past um she basically had said to me you know you can it's a bit it's it's a really hard one when you start a home decor thing when you don't necessarily have the contacts and I remember her saying you know you could spend so much money on the wrong printer that she was wanting to at least point me in the right direction and I'm so glad she did um the printers I use are based in Lancashire and it's a fourth generation family printers and I, I knew from my point of view and what I surround Kip Yard wanting to be um, it was all about the craftsmanship and attention to detail and quality so those things had to you know f for the printers had to tick the boxes and it ticked the boxes t ten times over. Um, I remember getting the first samples back, um, and it was a real eye opener. Um, it was just such brilliant quality, but it all, it it was also um, really fun for the first time to see my designs potentially on people's walls. You know, it it was really quite. It was really quite exciting. Um, so she helped me out with that. When when I go past the sketchbook process, it tends to be... I get a... Um, I would say... I would start probably then transferring the sketchbook work through onto Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop, depending what usually I export it from Photoshop but Adobe Illustrator is a really great one for me and my designs um I usually as I say I am I sort of send my sketchbook work to to Illustrator and I start I would say the real work um sometimes the color the colour boards change. Um, sometimes even the style that I'm going for slightly changes, but what really stays with it is um, the colour and the boldness to the designs. Um, and usually, once I've got a single unit, so say if, say if it's the lobsters, um, I have one lobster and whatever the background is, and... I then start playing with the repeated um, notion of it in Illustrator. Um, and that's, to be honest, I think I learn more when it goes into the repeated phase for the wallpapers. 
that's when I kind of have an idea of if it's going to be a huge sort of huge aspect in terms of um scale so whether how big the lobsters might be or how big the palm trees are going to be and sometimes like the Baron Woods um kids one that was really really small um lobster length um for the wallpaper is I think if I remember correctly it's about 18 centimeters long um the palm trees aren't far off that as well um I would in the future very much like to go really big scale I've always wanted to do sort of a fern huge sort of greenery jungly um thing um wallpaper design um I've not quite got there yet um but in terms so that's basically once I've got the repeated thing in place I send I send over to the printers um, a, a single row. So there might be, the width is usually about 52 centimetres for the wallpapers. So I could potentially have four or five lobsters in one row. I send over that one row, um, one row unit to the printers and they do a sample from that basically. Um, they like to do samples just to cover everyone's backs in terms of, you know, time on designs and their time on printing, um, which is always really beneficial. And samples on my end are really, really useful as well. Um, and then usually if the samples come through in a matter of days to me, um, that's either a, a green light or... A red light, <laughs> mostly it's a green. Um, there's only been a few that I've kept, um, kept in the studio, um, just because I just didn't feel like um, the design was quite there, um, which is also a really good learning curve. Um, in terms of the wallpapers, they are the paper that I use is a unwoven variety. Um, that basically means um, whoever is putting up the wallpaper, you can paste the wall to hang it. So gone are the days where painters and decorators would be, you know, throwing the wallpaper on a bench and, you know, painting the back of it to apply to the wall. So which means it's great for everyone doing it because it means more time for coffee and cake and all those good things in life um in terms of the designs currently that i have going on um the lob i mean it's funny a lot of the designs have really come from um sort of really travels um and holidays in the past um so for example the lobsters the lobster one I knew wanted to a lobster one after I visited Cape Cod um the whole vibe in Cape Cod was wonderful <laughs> I think it was about four or five years ago now um totally fell in love with the place and the lifestyle of the I mean what's not to love when you can have lobster rolls every night um 
so that was inspired by that. Um, the pelican was again inspired by travels. Um, my auntie used to live in America and there was a few trips over there and there were usually pelicans on the beach and just sort of various moments um, like that. Um, the, I'm trying to think of the other ones, the palm tree one, that was actually just a doodle um, and yeah, that was just a doodle actually and that just turned into a wallpaper on its own really. Um, in terms of the the kids designs i knew i wanted to do a dinosaur wallpaper um i knew i wanted it to be quite really punching towards simplicity but i didn't want to do sort of a, a white or cream background um, and i noticed there'd been quite a lot of those out there so i decided to go for the the green background but make the dinosaurs more of a, a sludgy green or, you know, lighter colours and drawing over some of the scaly parts um, with pencil. Um, so it's, sometimes it's a bit of mixed media to get the effect that I'm, I decide I want to go for. Um, I'm really happy with the dinosaur one. Um, and it's also a different scale to quite a lot of the other ones. So there's quite a good amount of spacing I think I ended up going for what they call like a three-quarter drop um which just gives it a bit of separation between the dinosaurs and angles of things so you'll you'll probably notice my lobster one's quite straight straight um in terms of the layout um, and that's just the way that one happened because of the nature of the shape of the lobsters um the pe the pelicans are a bit more spaced out because they've got a a different sort of background and there was more more space to play with um whereas the barren woods um that was actually one of the first designs i did for wallpapers um and it was sort of based for the really young baby nursery kind of vibe and I wanted to do a cute little bear and sort of tree woodland type thing, but I knew the background was going to be super, super white, um, to bring out the colours of the tree and the bear, um, and some little extra just m motifs, I suppose, if you will. Um, and that was the first one, and... That was really actually quite exciting when I got those those first samples back because I think it was the first realisation of going from sketchbook to finalising designs for wallpapers that were potentially going to be in people's homes and workplaces or in in commercial, you know, big environments. So it was a really... It was really exciting because from something like um I'd also got a sample of um a cactus design that I'd done, although I haven't put it forward since, um, which I might do again. Um and it was seeing that sort of suddenly scaling up for being on a wall and it I think it's so it's so very different when you're designing for larger scale. Um 
when you're seeing your designs either on sketchbooks or on a computer screen to then actually having it on paper and applying it to walls. It's a huge leap. Um, it's an exciting leap. Um, a lot of work goes into it. Um, and and some designs, I mean, the palm trees was a doodle, as I said. Um, that didn't take long at all. The Baring Woods actually didn't take that long at all either. Um, but it's funny ones that take the time just in order to, for me to feel like it's on the right path. Um, the lobsters and the pelicans have taken a long time. We're not talking like months and months, but, you know, relatively um, long, um, definitely in the weeks, um, in order just to get it right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the lobster one, particularly because there were a lot of different tones and colours and different illustrative, illustrative bits, and the pelican one as well if you look in really closely on the pelican one there's a lot of detail on the wings um on the body and so there was a lot of time spent on just extra detail um but yeah so that's really um what I wanted to talk about on this one um I will delve more into the manufacturing and other products as we go along um with this podcast um and as i said earlier there will be some really great interviews coming as well um with other creatives um but yeah i i mean if you're enjoying the weather as much as the uk is at the moment um i hope you're enjoying it and um i'll see you on the next episode of Kipyard the podcast. Bye for now. Bye.